You are listening to episode number one of the Dental Industry Insider. And today we're offering 10 prep steps to crush it in an interview. You know, the closest we come to perfection is on our resume. <laughs> well, at least that's according to the author of Life's Little Instruction Book, H. Jackson Brown. One of the best definitions I've ever heard of an interview is that it is a mutual inquiry between company and candidate aimed at determining the right fit for the job and the job seeker. I love this definition because it places equal responsibility on both the job and the job seeker to actively engage and look for finding the right fit for both. You know, candidates that don't realize or forget that they are interviewing the company and its people just as much as they are being interviewed, well, they give away their power and risk not finding the very best possible opportunity for themselves. Let's get to the 10 prep steps. I can't wait to share them with you. Number one, clear the clutter. First, we've got to clear the clutter from our head before an interview. Why? Because during the interview process, it's really important that we have mind like water to borrow a Buddhist concept. When our minds are turbulent, well, our way is muddy and unclear. But when our mind is calm, well, then we can perform better, we can think more clearly, and we can show up in a truly uh, transparent way that is representative of who we really are. The second place we need to clear the clutter is our environment. Let me ask you this. Do you need a tetanus shot to sit at your desk in your home office? <laughs> Sometimes I do too. Well, it's important that before an interview, if you are going to be interviewing in your home office, that you get rid of all of the clutter and all of the desktop as well as the digital and the physical desktop uh, messes that you may have. The second area that we need to clear the clutter is from our environment. Do you need a tetanus shot to sit at your desk? <laughs> it is important that before an interview that, it's, that you remove all of the clutter that may be on your physical as well as on your digital desktop so that you're not um, influenced or distracted by anything that might be there. Point number two is dress to impress. You know, an interview is not the time to express your most creative self. However, it is a time for you to embrace boring and cling to conservative. Take a nod from your local or our national TV news anchors. They typically model attire that is well suited for an interview. It's usually current relevant and tasteful. If yours is a Skype interview, well, you only have to worry about dressing to impress from the waist up. So that'll make your job a little easier. <laughs> All right, point number three, reference your research. Look, you already know that it's important for you to do your due diligence on every prospective employer that you meet with. 
And everybody does this just a little bit differently depending on the role that they're applying for and the depth and detail is going to vary by person and by job. But it's a good idea for you to standardize how you collect the information on prospective employers. It's important because it'll help you to collect the most important information to determine whether this opportunity really is the right fit for you. In addition, it will help you to reduce the chance that you're going to miss some critical bit of information about the company or the culture or the interviewer for that matter. And finally, it will raise the likelihood that you're going to discover some important information about that prospective employer that you might otherwise would have missed if you didn't have a systematic approach at collecting that information. This point is so important that I wanted to provide you with something of extra value for this particular episode. And so we have a freebie. It's actually a potential employer template that we've prepared that will allow you to capture all of the research information that you collect on each and every one of the employers that you intend to interview with or research as part of your uh, job transition. Now this uh, template is going to make sure that you don't miss any important details on the companies that you research and it'll assist you in keeping that information organized in a consistent way so that it'll be easy for ready reference whenever you need it during the interview process or in preparation before. You can download a free copy of this template at dentalindustryinsider.com forward slash 001 download. All right, point number four, queue up your questions. It's important that you prepare a unique list of questions for every interview that you participate in. I recommend preparing no less than three questions that are tailored to the particular role and the company and the manager that you're going to be meeting with during the interview. Now look, quality matters. So I just three questions is really arbitrary. You ask as many questions or at least prepare as many questions as you think are going to do the job. Now notice that this is not time for posturing or what I would call staging questions. These are questions that frankly you ask in order to try to make the interviewer uh, you know, see you uh, in more of a positive way. For example, um, what type of recognition might I expect when I become the number one salesperson in your company? You can leave those at home. You do want to prepare questions that are going to help you to figure out whether or not this opportunity really is the right fit for you. So, before an interview, step back and ask yourself, what do I really need to know in order to determine whether this company, this culture, this manager, or even this specific job is really going to meet my critical criteria for the next job that I take? And then formulate questions that will reveal it. Next, Think about what information you need to know 
in order to determine whether this opportunity is along the right path of a career path that is taking you in the direction that you want to go. And then formulate a question or two that will help you determine that from the interviewer. Another reason to queue up your questions is to frankly assist the interviewer in being able to discover that you are a perfect fit for this opportunity. So ask yourself, what is it that this interviewer needs to know in order to be convinced that I'm the right fit for this job? And then ask that question. Number five, apply your why. Now look, once you have queued up your questions and you've done that thought work, you should be able to clearly and concisely state why this job that you are interviewing for and this company at this time is an ideal fit for you. And, and this is where the poised and the prepared differ from those who are not, you should also be able to clearly state why you are the perfect fit of any of the people that that interviewer talks to about that opportunity, why you are better than anyone else that, that, uh, that they will speak to. If you can't state out loud exactly why this company is the perfect fit for what you're looking for and why you are the perfect fit for this opportunity, well, you haven't done your homework. So go back and get that work done. Do not leave your tongue to say whatever it is that your brain tells it to say in the pressure and nervousness of an interview. You deserve better and be prepared. And so does the company that is interviewing you. So do the work. Prepare in advance and apply your why. Number five, ready your resume. Now look, your resume's already done its job. You got the interview. What I'm talking about is to prepare two copies, two hard copies, and bring those with you to the interview. One obviously is available for the interviewer just in case they didn't bring a copy. And the, the other copy is for you. And there's two main reasons why I strongly recommend that you have a hard copy of your resume on hand during the interview process. The first reason is so that you can use it as talking points to review your accomplishments for each and every one of the jobs that you've had. What's that? You haven't listed your accomplishments. Rather, you've listed your tasks or responsibilities. Well, it's time to clean, clean that up, isn't it? In fact, that is the number one mistake that job seekers make in writing their resume. They list their tasks and responsibilities and not the results and accomplishments that they've achieved in each one of the roles that they have held in the past. Look, 
I'm going to set you straight. Interviewers don't want to know. Frankly, they just don't care about what you've done Monday through Friday. What they care about is the results that you've been able to accomplish. They want to know how you uniquely have moved the needle in every single one of the jobs that you've had. And your resume should reflect that. Now look, I promise you, it will be harder to prepare a resume in order to follow this format, but it will set your resume so far ahead and above any of the other resumes that they receive that it is well worth the effort. And it comes in exceptionally handy to, to use when you're actually in the interview itself and reference it as you talk about your accomplishments in each one of the jobs that you've held. The second reason to have a hard copy of the resume is to remind you of your work job timeline. So it's easy to get lost in the start and stop of when you've had certain jobs at certain times. So by at least if you don't have them specifically written out, and I'm not talking the specific days, but I am talking the year timelines in which you've started jobs in which you've ended them. This is very helpful so that you're able to sort of connect the dots through your career path up until the point that you're interviewing. It's also important for you to be prepared to discuss in a very matter-of-fact, non-defensive way, the gaps in your employment. Look, every interviewer deserves the right to know why there may be lapses in employment in your past history. If you're not comfortable sharing the nitty-gritty details of why those gaps existed, prepare to say something uh, very general like you've taken a leave I've taken a leave of absence for personal reasons or during that time family matters required my full attention which made it unfair to any employer for me to work at that time and last whatever you do do not attempt to bridge the gap by falsifying employment start and stop dates Look, this information is way too easy to verify by other means, and you could potentially disqualify yourself from the job because you've misrepresented the truth about your background. So don't do it. All right, number four, take a selfie to set the stage. So many initial interviews and candidate screenings originate on Skype, and so I wanted to make sure to offer this point for you. You know, smartphones didn't always have that little icon on them that turned the camera back on its photographer. But ever since that became standard feature of, of smartphones, well, the rest is selfie history. If you did take a selfie Prior to an interview, if you are conducting it in your home office, what would the interviewer see or hear or observe in the background or of you? You know, I actually recently met with an individual who was interviewing for a job with one of my clients, and I couldn't believe what I saw when the camera turned on. I saw the person, they were dressed very professionally, but in the background on a neon, neon sign behind their desk 
was a the the f word i i just couldn't believe it it was there plain as day in bright strobing orange so taking a selfie is a very little step that you can take that literally could save you from embarrassment or worse number eight summarize your best case scenario for the interview you know visualization prior to an interview is just as valuable as it is before any athletic event so use it take a few minutes before every interview and answer the following questions ask yourself what is it that I expect to happen as a result of this interview this conversation this meeting what actions taken would lead up to that particular result? What feelings or what emotions might I have during the process that would contribute to that positive outcome? And last, what thoughts will I be having or should I be having in order to lead to that positive outcome? Imagining and visualizing and seeing yourself confident and answering questions with um, complete uh, comfort and, and, and in a spirit of uh, transparency uh, will certainly support you and allow you to represent your best self, self during the interview process. Number nine, denounce the demons. You know, sometimes we can be our own worst enemy during times that we may be, well, a little bit nervous or unsure of ourselves. And especially if we feel that we're going to be evaluated or scrutinized in some way, for example, like in an interview, we, we truly want to be able to find ways to be able to keep those uh, inner critics and demons, if you will, at bay. One of the absolute greatest advantages of being human is that we get to think about what we're thinking about. And what this means is that we can decide on purpose to accept or reject any thought that we have. And so, by denouncing the demons, you can catch negative thoughts and act and, and purposely and intentionally decide to let them go. Now, you may have had a bad interview experience in the past. You may even believe that you're not very good at initial meetings uh, or even in interviews. Whatever. Notice how if you catch one negative or critical thought, another one pops up. Your background isn't what they're looking for, or you've never done this type of work before, or you've never worked for a multinational company, or your college isn't prestigious enough for this firm, or you don't have a college degree, or whatever. They are all thought errors. You must remember prior to going into an interview that you deserve this interview. Do you know how you can be 100% confident that you deserve to have an interview? Well, do you? You can know that you deserve to have an interview because you do.
so that any thoughts that you have that tell you you don't deserve to be at the table, you've got to catch and you've got to let go because they won't serve you in that conversation. And so you have to think about what you're thinking about and let them go. Today, in this meeting, you're not having a slice of insecurity pie. Well, maybe unless it had homemade whipped cream on it, maybe just a bite. But then let it go. Number 10, prepare to be present. Well, we're now back full circle to what sounds like number one, clear the clutter. Making a job career transition and particularly being engaged in an interview requires that you be fully present and completely centered and available to represent your best self during that conversation. As a result, you must be prepared to be present. You must let go of all of the noise going on inside your head in order to represent your brightest, truest version of your best self and allow it to shine through. So that's all of the good stuff that we've got for you today, my friends. Don't forget to download your free copy of the Potential Employer Template at dentalindustryinsider.com forward slash 001 download. Hey, and one more thing. If you know of somebody who is thinking about finding a new job or is actively engaged in the job pursuit, won't you support them by sending them a copy of this podcast? We really appreciate your help at spreading the love and, and really sharing uh, this good information with them. So thank you. And by the way, thank you. On behalf of all of my clinical colleagues across the globe, just thank you. Thank you for caring enough about yourself to use a program like this podcast to become more effective at doing your part to make this world just a little better, one smile at a time. That's all for now. Thank you. Bye.